0: Basketball is battling their way through the ACC, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Damon Stoudamire Show. He
1: gets a clear out. He swings back and dance it down, down the right side of the lane. Rising to the Rafters at McCamish.
0: We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Damon Stoudemire as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra.
1: And welcome in, Jacket fans. Wonderful to have you once again for another Monday night and another edition of the Damon Stoudemire Coaches Show here in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Well, Georgia Tech knew the task before them on Saturday, Iran. Road environment, the number 11 team in the nation, a team they knew quite frankly would be coming after them. After Tech knocked them off last month in Atlanta, and even though Georgia Tech did not get the win, they did not back down either. It was a hard-fought 40 minutes at Cameron Indoor Stadium. Georgia Tech, though, came up just short, 84-79, to the Duke Blue Devils, and the road swing continues tomorrow with a 9 p.m. tip off at of Little John Coliseum versus the Clemson Tigers. We will break down that matchup, look back at the 40 minutes. Cameron Indoor Georgia Tech came so close to its first season sweep over Duke since 1996. Plenty to talk about, and we'll do so over the next 60 minutes with the head coach of your Yellow Jackets, Damon Sotomar. My name is Andy Demetra. Great once again to have you with us on this Monday night. And without further ado, let's welcome him in, head coach of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, Damon Sotomar. Coach, good to visit with you. How are things?
2: Good, Andy. Good. Thank you.
1: Uh, the word that you kept going back to in your press conference on Saturday was. Was belief, Uh, even though you guys didn't get the win, how did that performance Saturday validate your belief in who this team is and where it's headed?
2: I mean, I, you know, I, I I just, I I said that a lot because I really believe we're close. You know, we we we've we've let some I feel like slip away, Um, but we. We've proven that we can play, you know, with anybody in the conference. But, you know, we just got to finish games. But the way our guys responded to a little bit of adversity that we had on Saturday, you know, that that gives me reason to be optimistic, you know, moving forward.
1: Yeah, you guys were, were down 10 early, brought it back to a tie game at halftime, and then jumped ahead by 10. Six minutes into the second half, Duke always seems to make a run at home. They did on Saturday. They always seem to have the edge in free throws. That was the case on Saturday. But in spite of that all, against a Duke team that was 14th in the nation coming in in defensive efficiency, you shot 54%. On their floor, and this followed shooting 51% against the Blue Devils and McCamus last month. I looked this up yesterday. The last time a Georgia Tech team, Damon, shot better than 50% against Duke was all the way back in January of 2007. You guys have done that in back-to-back games against a very stout Duke team. What allowed you guys Saturday to play at such an efficient level on offense?
2: You know we, you know we shared the ball. I thought we did a really good job of sharing the ball. We did a really good, really good job of getting the ball in the middle. Um, you know, by, you know, Ty, all those guys. They made really good reads. Nate made good reads. I thought Miles made good reads as well on those pocket passes. And you know, we were able to hit guys, or they were able to finish. You know, we, <clears throat> I thought we ex- executed the the game playing really well from that standpoint you know and 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 you know even you know aside from Duke even the last couple of games you know you you can see our offensive flow um is starting to come um, so, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. But we shared the ball. You know, we had 17 assists as well. Um, that, that's always going to help out.
1: And you had a high assist game in the first matchup versus Duke. I know the Blue Devils got those five straight fast break points to ignite their run in the second half. If you were to diagnose those final few minutes, it was still a two-point game with, I believe, inside of three minutes to go. And, and Nathan had that three-point try from the wing uncontested that would have given you guys the lead back. Uh, what, what tilted things in Duke's way uh, in the final few minutes?
2: Well, you know, we... We, we had a couple plays. They bang-bang they plays, um, but, you know, it's part of it. But, you know, we had a couple possessions where we, we didn't get a good shot, I felt, and then we turned the ball over. You can't do that if you want to win in Cameron. You know, you have to, you have to make all those plays down the stretch. And whenever we didn't make a play, they capitalized on it.
1: Do you just want to see your players approach those plays with more confidence there in the final minutes, whether it was Duke or, or uh, Notre Dame or earlier last week as well?
2: no doubt you know i mean it, it you know you can you can live with it i always say you know even with it with a turnover you can live with it if we get a shot at it you, know, you can't turn the ball over in that time um you can live with it if it's a shot you won't and you miss and not the shot you didn't want to take so um you know you just want to see uh you want to see the growth in your team and i think you know for me that's the biggest thing you know we're from but five games in, I think conference, you know, and I just want—I want to see growth because, again, I think we're right there. But at some point, it has to show up in the win column.
1: I think four of your last five games, you either were tied, leading, or within one possession in the final three minutes. So the the conference record could be a completely different story right now. Uh, What a debut at Cameron for Nathan George. Uh, Again, we've said it before, and it bears repeating. He should still be a high school senior. He's out there getting the start at Cameron, career-high 17 points, made some clutch shots to keep that game close. How was that, in your eyes, maybe a next step type of game for nate
2: well i thought he i thought he played huge um you know he made some really good plays he he made shots and i've been saying all along you know you know he'll make shots is just you know he was thrust into a position of, of no plan to plan overnight essentially and you know, he uh, he's handled it well. But on Saturday, I thought he grew up a little bit. I did. It's not an easy environment to go play in as a freshman. But he did a great job. You know, he was poised. Again, he made shots. I thought he was solid on the defensive end as well.
1: Yeah, five assists on top of that. Miles Kelly had his second double-double of the season. We're up top at Cameron, our broadcast location, and uh, Randy and I both saw you really getting on Miles at some point in the timeout in the second half. But it seemed like he responded, made some tough shots off the bounce in the second half. Overall, what do you think of Miles' day?
2: I think Miles. I think Miles had. I, I thought Miles, excuse me, had a, had a had a solid game. Um, I know he, he probably wanted some plays back, but I thought he I thought he I thought he played solid. You know, again, I, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Miles being aggressive and mixing this game game up in terms of threes and twos, I think that makes him better. You know, and if you look, you know, you look at, you know, that mixture, you know, he's he. He always shoots better when it's a mixture like that. When he get when he tends to rely on strictly outside shots, it's not the same, you know. But I think Miles, you know, from a defensive standpoint, he was good. I think that you know, again, you just said it. He rebounded the ball really well, and there's a lot of things. There's a lot of positives that 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 he can take as he continues to move forward because he's starting to put, you know, days together in practice, and then it's kind of, it's. it's is uh, moving forward into the
1: game. He's starting to shoot like Miles Kelly. His last four games, he is 14 of 31 from three-point range, well above 40%. I think maybe the most head-turning performance on Saturday, aside from Nathan, came from Tafara Gapari, who was a DNP in the first game versus Duke. You've talked about leaving that fifth starting spot fluid, kind of your NBA influence, and you gave Tafara the start. And let's start from there. Uh, What was the thought process behind Given Tafar the start, just a matter of getting more length and mobility to, to close ground out of the pick and roll on Duke shooters. What was uh, the, the the thought behind that?
2: Well, we were going to start Eby, but then when Mitchell wasn't dressed, they went smaller. So you know, it allowed us to put Tafar in there, and he he, he did he did a good job to me. with Tafar is just getting lost in, in the little things, and then that's when he tends to. You know, shoot the ball well. For instance, you know, he made he made a couple threes. Um, He attacked the attacked the I mean attacked the attacked the rim. Got the lob, but you know um, he did some good things defensively. But you know, with Tafar like you know, it's it's just being consistent. You know, I think that's the that's the thing for him is trying to be consistent. Uh, You know, he has so much God-given ability, but after a while, we got to turn that uh, God-given ability into into uh, Production, you know, we need production. We need production, uh, you know, at a, at, at a high rate from him because he is, you know, when, when he's on top of his game, he's one of the better players, better players, you know on this team, I think it will be one of the better players in this league, but, you know, it's just the consistency part of
1: it. Tech fans may have watched or listened to that game on Saturday and thought to themselves, as I'm sure you have as well, boy, if we can get a version of that Tafar Gapari every night, just the the next step this team would take. You've said Tafar needs to get lost in the little things. What are some of those little things for Tafar? What's on that checklist for him that you want to see him deliver on night in, night out?
2: Well, I want I want to see him be a good on-ball defender and off the ball, just off the ball defender. I think at times he gets lost. You know, I want to see him be a better offensive rebounder. I want to be, see him be a better defensive rebounder. I want to see him set screens. I want him to do all little things. I want him to run the floor for dunks. Well, like he, he did that on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I want to see that all the time. Like for me, like I've been there as a player, so like. It's hard to get me excited when you when when I know you got so much more to give. You know I appreciate where he's come, how far he's come, but he got so much more to give, and you know I I, I think for me I want it all out of him. You know, and I just think, you know, I think that, you know, and I see him. He's a long athletic version of all the you know the the greats that have played the game, and you know I just think as the more confidence he has. And uh, you know, his approach to the game, if he if he get, continues to have the same approach and and even get better and beyond and get addicted to that approach, you know, of of of, of being of being a hard worker, you know, I think that, you know, the sky's the limit for him.
1: Yeah. Performance like that is only an invitation to work harder, man. Georgia Tech will get back to work tomorrow night, late night, nine p.m. The tip off at Little John Coliseum as they take on the Clemson Tigers. We'll hit our first timeout. Plenty more to catch up with Damon Stoudamire on just getting started. Another Monday night of the Damon Stoudamire Coaches Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports.
3: This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future. A future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel. A unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com slash vogel. That's georgiapower.com slash v-o-g-t-l-e.
4: Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning, healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. With the
5: Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
6: Every day, this talented lineup brings it power, versatility, and the ability to outwork and outthink the competition. The dynamic Ford Escape SUV, fan favorite Ford Explorer, and the built wild Ford Bronco Sport. This lineup is destined to create classic moments. See your local Ford dealer today. Greatness starts here. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change.
7: You know Georgia Tech basketball is exciting to watch, but here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and every day comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, local union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org.
4: Okay, now everybody in.
8: I volunteer for the third row. This sacrifice is my destiny. I can curl my legs up like a pretzel so everybody's suitcases can fit. And, hey, it's actually super nice back here.
7: Finally, a three-row SUV where everybody wins. The first ever Lexus TX. See your Atlanta-area Lexus dealer.
0: Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Damon Stoudemire Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.
1: Georgia Tech back on the road. Another team that uh, spent at least last week in the top 25 rankings in the Clemson Tigers, which began the year 9-0. They knocked off a Boston College team that was playing without Quinton Post and Prince of League Bay Saturday. It snapped a three-game ACC losing streak, 2-3 and three in the league, 12-4 and four overall, and a 9 o'clock tip-off between the Tigers and your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets tomorrow. It is the Damon Stoudemire Coaches Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. I'm Andrew Demetra. He's Damon Stoudemire. Uh, I, I need to spot check him on this because Nathan last week was asked, Coach, who's the point guard he patterns his game after? And Nathan very innocently and earnestly said, Steve Nash. And maybe it's the Canadian in him. And, you know, you can't argue with an NBA MVP. But I don't think Nathan was aware of uh, your history with Steve Nash in uh, the NCAA tournament. I'm not sure if that was a good answer for Nathan uh in the context of who his head coach was. Uh you have any particular thoughts on uh, on that answer from Nathan? No, 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 no.
2: I don't have look I don't have no I don't have no problem with that answer. I mean, you know, <laughs> if he can get to Steve Nash level there You know, I'll be happy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course, 1993 NCAA tournament. Didn't know if Steve Nash was, uh, you know, persona non grata uh, here around the basketball uh, facility. You know, sometimes Canadians got to look out for each other. You spent time in Toronto. You know the deal. No no doubt. Uh, You know, one thing that was apparent uh, in that game Saturday was Nathan's toughness, sticking some of those shots, three-pointer, runner where he drew the foul, and, and even just the confidence and conviction he had to take that wing three when you guys were down 79-77. First, I want to talk about that play. Were you okay with him shooting that shot? Hindsight twenty twenty, would you have preferred to see him reverse that when there was still maybe about 15 more seconds on the shot clock?
2: Nah, nah. I, I, got, I got all the confidence in him that that was a shot he could take and make. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't mind that. Um, you know, one of the things that I like about him is he's he's so young. See, people don't understand. Like, when you're young, when you're a freshman, like your habits are being built, and so I'm his first college coach, so I don't gotta break anything. You know what I mean, and so for me, um, it's just giving him. Every, it's just giving him the knowledge that I have, and so um, he's accepted it. And no, I can trust me. I can live with that. You know, it was a, it was it was a shot that, did, that I seen him make a, a bunch of times, and it didn't go. And when he took it, boy, I was like, man, if that you know, in my head, I was just saying if that goes in. Yeah. You know, it, it could be a different game.
1: Well, he was three of five from three to that point, so he he certainly had his stroke working. AAU ball is maybe not the ideal showcase to gauge a player's mental toughness, but when did you know you'd be getting that kind of toughness and fearlessness from Nate when you signed him?
2: Once we got into practice settings, you know, for me, he just, he just kept standing out, you know, because I think, uh, you know, for me, you know I know our team and like we don't you know we got to you know we got to be we got to be together. We don't have as many one-on-one players. We you know it's, it's trying to trying to keep the game simple and make the right play and you know I thought he just did that. And I seen him coming, I seen him growing as a player each and every day. And um when I decided to go with him I did, I I just thought it was best honestly for the program at the time. You know I I took myself out of the equation. I mean, i I've, I've uh, you know, I look at everything that I do right now. It's like, you know, it's it's program driven. You know, it's the first year, and there's things and things that I want to want to set and 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 have non-negotiables and all the different things. And I just thought moving forward, if you got a Nate, you got a buy. Um, you know, you that's a good that's a good place to start in terms of freshmen.
1: All of a sudden, Nate, third in the ACC in assists per game. You spoke to me in uh, our pregame interview on Saturday that you were worried that Duke would go after Bay and try to pin him in foul trouble, and your fears were realized he collected that second about two and a half minutes into the game. Yet, you guys held the line. I I think it was a one-point margin when Bay picked up that second, had to come out, and it was a tie game at halftime. So what did the team do well making up for By's absence?
2: You know, I think a lot of it had to do I I thought, you know, his numbers don't necessarily say in the game, but I thought Ty gave us great minutes. I thought Ty was really good. I thought he did a good job of fighting down there. He stuck with the game plan. Um, Our guards really stepped up, I thought. You know, and then, you know, Tafar's play, that was big. So we were able to make shots, and we were able to to maintain why Bob was out. And, you know, then we snuck him in a couple little plays here and there to – you know, see if we could buy some time against, you know, against young and, and, and other guys that they would put in. But I, I was I was uh again that that's that's cause that that right there has me, you know, excited as well is because, you know, by, you know, not being in there and, and what he's meant to our team over the course of the last ten games or so, um, you know, we were still able to maintain.
1: When young guys get in foul trouble often it's hard for them to recapture their rhythm, or they come back and they're forcing, they're pressing, they're rushing. That was not the case at all with By. He not only negotiated that foul trouble well in the second half, he gave you a dozen points after halftime. What stood out about By's second half and the way he was able to get back to being himself despite having to skirt foul trouble when you knew he'd be uh, in the crosshairs from Duke trying to get him into that third and fourth foul?
2: He figured it out. To me, that was the biggest thing. He figured it out. Like, he, he, you know, he, on the offensive end of the floor, He's really patient, you know, and he was able, you know, on the defensive end of the floor, like we had told him, you know, you got to be a little bit better with, sometimes you just got to let a guy score and run down the court when you got to understand your value to the team, mm. you know, but I just, I just think by does a great job. He's just patient. You know, you, you seen a Andy, from the first game we played against Cincinnati where he was going off fast. Now he's just so patient and, you know, you take away those. He, he had about 13 turnovers in his first two games. If you take those turnovers away, man, he's really made good plays with the ball. Again, he's been patient. You know, I like him to be a little bit faster on the offensive end when he has the ball in the post, but he's done a great job, and he found his rhythm and found his flow, and I think I think, I think, I think, he's, he's dynamic in terms of his movements, and I think he's great at finishing around the rim for a young player. You don't see that a lot.
1: He's got touch on that short roll, just his ability to flip up those 7 to 10-footers. To those are not easy shots.
2: Not, not at all. He works on it a lot. Give credit to, to you know, Coach Wells and the rest of the guys. They do a good job of, you know, helping them helping them down there on his offensive game.
1: And by among the ACC leaders in field goal percentage, better than 60% as he and the Yellow Jackets head out to Little John Coliseum tomorrow night to take on the Clemson Tigers. We'll hit another timeout. Much more to come. It's the Damon Sotomayor Coaches Show, and you're listening to it right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports.
7: You know Georgia Tech basketball is exciting to watch, but here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and every day comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, Local Union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org.
9: Listen up, Yellow Jackets. Westmar is now leasing for fall 2024. We are excited to announce our partnership with Westmar Lofts. All inclusive rates and fully furnished apartments located right in the heart of West Midtown. They offer Georgia Tech students a private shuttle service that takes you to campus every day and recently renovated floor plans and amenities. Westmar Lofts offers the lowest rates in the city. Stop by and tour today. Call 404 897 1003 for more information on their current specials for fall 2024. 24
6: Every day, this talented lineup brings it power, versatility, and the ability to outwork and outthink the competition. The dynamic Ford Escape SUV, fan favorite Ford Explorer, and the built wild Ford Bronco Sport. This lineup is destined to create classic moments. See your local Ford dealer today. Greatness starts here. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change.
3: This is our home, and at Georgia Power, we believe every Georgian deserves a clean energy future, a future that includes around-the-clock nuclear energy, producing zero emissions. And thanks to the dedication of thousands of team members, we've recently completed the newest nuclear unit at Plant Vogel, a unit that will serve our customers with reliable energy for generations to come. Learn more at georgiapower.com vogel. That's georgiapower.com
10: v-o-g-t-l-e recycle compost eat local eat vegan don't use straws don't use plastic bags don't use hairspray. drive a hybrid drive an electric with so many ways to help the environment it could be overwhelming but the easiest way to make a difference can be as simple as paying your gas bill with the greener life program from georgia natural gas your natural gas usage is carbon neutral join greener life to offset the carbon emissions from heating your home and help keep georgia a little greener sign up today at gng.com slash green
5: The holidays start here at Kroger with a variety of options to celebrate traditions old and new. You could do a classic herb-roasted turkey or spice it up and make turkey tacos. Serve up a go-to shrimp cocktail or use Simple Truth wild-caught shrimp for your first Cajun risotto. No matter how you shop, Kroger has all the freshest ingredients to embrace all your holiday traditions. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Stream every
0: Georgia Tech game totally free on the all new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the jackets anywhere. This is the Coach Damon Stottemeyer Show
1: on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Georgia Tech versus Clemson, and then Saturday back in McCamus Pavilion as the Yellow Jackets welcome in the Virginia Cavaliers. Your next opportunity to watch the Yellow Jackets in person, a 6 o'clock tip-off Saturday night in Atlanta. But first things first, some business to take care of on the road with Georgia Tech and Clemson, 9 o'clock tip time tomorrow, our network pregame at 8.30. Continuing to talk about that 84-79 defeat to Duke in which Georgia Tech fought tooth and nail with the Blue Devils into the final minutes, uh, we were talking before the break coach about uh, by dongo and who else stepped up in in his absence i do want to ask you it seemed like duke made a, a change in personnel with no mark mitchell they went with four round one four guards and then kyle filipowski and, and they needed a career high from filipowski to crawl across that finish line on saturday but it seemed down the stretch they went with their two bigs they went with filipowski and ryan young together how did that change things for you on, on the defensive end? Where was Duke able to to maybe get some things going offensively that had been spotty for them earlier when they weren't going with two bigs?
2: I don't, I don't think it changed. I don't think it changed much. I think you know, Young, he gave him he gave him the same energy that that quite frankly Mitchell had been giving him. Mitchell had been playing well up until that point, you know, and not playing. But I thought he did a good job of keeping keeping shots alive. He made a couple hustle plays, you know what I mean? Like you know, he impacted the game from that standpoint. You know, I, I don't I don't think I don't think it it necessarily hurt us at times. I don't necessarily like playing too bigs, but I don't think that it had that big of an impact yeah. on the game. We lost a couple of three-point shooters. Proctor made a big three. You know what I mean? Like, we we lost a couple of those. But, I mean, you know, we, you know, figuratively speaking, the game plan was the game plan. And I thought we did a pretty good job. You know, Philipowski took 24, 25 shots to get 30 points. Um, you know, Roach, uh, you know, he, he he got his but I, I felt like, you know, we contained because, you know, from the first game we played him. You know, Proctor got a little loose, but, you know, I mean, I you know, I don't I don't I, I thought it's fifty fifty plays, the bang bang fifty fifty plays hurt, but I thought like it was more us, you know, it was it was more, you know, we had that crucial turnover, down four I think it was, and we had missed a, we had missed the shot, with, you know, what I thought not Nate shot but it was one more shot where I was like, I would have won a better one. Um, but, you know, it, it happens. But, um, you know, you, you, I, I said the game You got to give Duke, Duke credit. I mean, they they don't fold. They're tough, you know. So they, they got experienced guys as well. Always
1: seem to be. Uh, I noticed the offensive rebounding numbers have been down the last two games. Only had five versus Duke and then 10 on 45 missed shots versus Notre Dame. Is that scout-driven uh, just based on, on – uh, how you approach the, each of those games, or, or do you want to see your guys do a better job hammering the glass?
2: No, I think they're doing. A, I think teams are doing a good job of trying to take that away. Yeah. I don't. <clears throat> you know, we don't really. You know, we don't really give up a lot of transition points. Oh. And and excuse me, team. Yeah, we don't give up a lot of transition points. But I think that a lot of times you got four or five guys back trying to box out. So I think that you know teams have done a great job of that lately. Um, we do got to get back to that. That's been a, that's been who we've been, you know, all season. That's been who my teams have been. But we we got to do uh, to me, we got to do a better job of getting back and hitting the glass. Cause I've been saying that as well, and I don't like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, sometimes a journalistic duty compels me to share the numbers. Uh, Maybe not so much on the offensive end, but Miles' commitment to rebounding this year, his entire career entering this season, he had two games of seven-plus rebounds. He now has six this year, 11 on Saturday. How can that feed into his floor game?
2: Well, I, I, I think um, it helps with the aggressiveness, number one. Um I think that it gives them an opportunity to handle the ball, push push the break, you know, play out of ball screens, different nature, things of that nature, but I think just in general I think it it just makes him an aggressive player, you know what I mean? And I think that you know I asked that of him, you know, I wanted him to be a better rebounder, wanted to be a better defender, wanted to be a better playmaker, you know, and I think that he's definitely bought into the rebounding. Um, You know, now for me, it's just more so just, just keep trying to get him good shots and him understanding what's a good one and a bad one, you know, and I understand he'll take some bad ones, but, you know, at the same time, too, uh, Um, getting guys involved. And sometimes getting guys involved means that you might pass on that bad one to get a good one for someone else. So um, he's he's evolving in all those areas, and I think that he'll continue to evolve.
1: How was the post-up defense uh, on Saturday with Filipowski and Young?
2: I I thought I thought the defense in the post was good. I thought that we did a good job on Filipowski and not giving him angles. Um you know, he got to the free throw line uh, a little bit more than we wanted to, but I thought we did a good job of staying down, not giving him angles and contesting the shots, you know. Um so I I I I was I was all right with our post defense. I I felt that um Young's points was more more off more playing off people. Um we overheld one time, you know, he got a bucket, you know, that was a crucial bucket though. Um, you know, but it's just um, you know, for the most part I thought we did a really good job on the post. Again, I you know, Philipowski had thirty points, but I thought we made him work for all of it. Yeah,
1: and he needed four three pointers and, and he's a he's a pick and pop guy, but uh, maybe not as potent a three point shooter as some of the other guys on the floor for the Blue Devils. Uh you know, any time you go to Cameron Indoor, you expect that you're going to be facing the deficit at the free-throw line. But not so much that, but also the Notre Dame game. Uh, only three of seven at the free-throw line. Which player players, Damon, you think could stand to get to the free-throw line more? Maybe be a little bit more aggressive, driving with force, and and trying to get some points at the free-throw line.
2: Man, we got to put more onus on the referee. You know I mean? I think that, you know, sometimes you just got to put your head down and go. You know, and um, it's been frustrating from that standpoint because you, you, you can't get out. You, you, to your point, you know, Notre Dame, out shot is by 14 at the free throw line. You know, so we can't, you know, we can't withstand those hits if, if, if we're taking, you know, Threes, tough twos, and we're not getting to the free throw line. You got to get to the free throw line to balance the game out. And we definitely got to do a better job of that. I think you just, but I do believe you got to put the onus on the ref. You got to put your head down and you got to go sometimes, too.
1: There was a point in late second half. Miles tried to do that on Young. Um, you know, and there was some contact, but I don't know if Young just went straight up and down. But you're just, as you said, just kind of barreling your way in. Debo seems to have a knack for that uh when when he's when he spots an opening.
2: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, with Debo it's more of a it's more of a case of, you know, finding finding a poor closeout to attack. Mm-hmm. You know, and he has he's done a good job he's does a good job of that. But you know, it's picking and choosing when you gotta put your head down and go.
1: Uh, Debo I, I think we've talked about this before. He had a couple of, of three pointers as well on Saturday. His strengths and his skills they don't often show up in a box score, but from a coach's eye, what does he contribute that maybe goes unseen or underappreciated that, that really helps your cause?
2: Well, it gives us a little versatility, you know, because he can play some four. Um, you know, and that's the biggest thing with this team. Um, I think that Debo is becoming more of a, you know, kind of a vocal leader. You know, I think he's speaking his mind a little more and you know, he's uh he's done a great job, you know, he he's getting back to shooting the ball well. You know, so um, you know, but Debo there's a lot of I think defensively the versatility and being able to guard multiple positions, he's done a good I thought he's done a good job, you know, for us in that in that, um in 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 that sense.
1: He's one of those guys who came off the bench for you after By got into foul trouble in the first half, gave you some positive things, and helped it to a tie game at halftime. We'll take another timeout. He's Damon Stoudemire. I'm Andy Demetra, and this is the Damon Stoudemire Coaches Show. Stay with us on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports.
11: Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company is the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. In the stadium and around ATL, you can find New Realm's delicious Georgia Tech collaboration brews, Ale of an Engineer Golden Ale, and Hella Vienna Lager. Find them near you today by using the beer finder at newrealmbrewing.com and visit New Realm's Atlanta Brewery at 550 Somerset Terrace on the Eastside Beltline Trail. One of
8: the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Here comes
12: the Ramblin' Wreck! My family and I love watching Georgia Tech football. Though it's hard to choose between the big screen at home and the excitement of being in the stands. Either way, Scana Energy's part of the action as a proud partner of Georgia Tech. So join Scana and my family in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply.
7: You know Georgia Tech basketball is exciting to watch, but here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and every day comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, local union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org. You know Georgia Tech basketball is exciting to watch, but here's something you might not see. Many of the mechanical and HVAC systems on Tech's campus that make game day and every day comfortable were built by the hands of a United Association, local union 72 plumber, pipe fitter, or HVAC technician. We do important work that makes a difference. If you're smart, like making great money, working with your hands, and you want a career that makes a difference, join us. Visit UA72.org.
8: Okay,
4: now everybody in.
8: I volunteer for the third row. This sacrifice is my destiny. I can curl my legs up like a pretzel so everybody's suitcases can fit. And, hey, it's actually super nice back here.
7: Finally, a three-row SUV where everybody wins. The first-ever Lexus TX. See your Atlanta-area Lexus dealer.
0: Every Georgia Tech game is on Atlanta's flagship station for the Yellow Jackets. This is The Fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. on Yellow Jackets Basketball. It's the Demon Stoudemire Show on the Georgia Tech Sports
1: Network. We talked about Tafar Gapari, his eight points, his three blocks. Man, that block he had and then running rim to rim and catching the alley-oop from Kowase that forced that Duke timeout. Even for somebody who's been there, done that, and seen a lot of high-level athletic basketball, what what was your take on that play from from Tafara?
2: Oh man, that was a hell of a play. You know, to get to get a weak side block on one end and sprint the floor and get the dunk on the other end. And that was a that was a heck of a play. But those are the plays you know that you know you don't got to be as spectacular as that. I get it, but you know those are the things that you want more more from of him. You know, and he has he has that ability and i think that it's a matter of, of being pushed you know I, I don't i don't know i don't know how much he's you know been pushed i don't know how much he's allowed somebody to push him neither you know but i think that you know, he's done a good job of allowing us to coach him, but we got to get more out of him. Like I said, he's so talented, but after a while, you got to quit saying, we got to quit saying that we need that to be yeah. production, like I said earlier.
1: This could be purely anecdotal, but it feels like when he's hunting blocks, that's when he has his best games.
2: Well, well, getting lost in other things, you yeah. know it's like trying to tell them all the time like man when you trying to score that's not your strength you know what happens is that you get lost in other parts of the game, and then those things start happening, and then what happens is now your jump shot opens up and you make shots because you become more confident without him, no, he becomes more confident it's like an anxiety it's like it frees the anxiety
1: well you know when you block a shot, you're imposing your will on somebody else. And I think that just instills that mindset that, that spreads to every other aspect of the game.
2: Yes, I agree. I agree. And, and you know, the thing about it is is it it, it ignites his teammates as well. You know, everybody, everybody when you, when you get blocks and then you get out and run and you hit a three or you get a dunk, I mean, that gets everybody going now.
1: It looks like a condor in flight sometimes when he's swooping in from the weak side to get those blocks. Is it true that when he visited you guys uh, in the spring – uh, in the transfer portal, his parents flew in from New Zealand to accompany him. Yeah, you had to feel pretty good about your chances. Yeah, when the parents <laughs> come from you know halfway across the country yeah. to want to visit with him.
2: Yeah, I, I did. And the first thing I said, "Boy, that's a long flight." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I've been I've been in New Zealand. I've been in New really? Zealand. I've been in New Zealand, and Australia. When were you yeah, there? I was there back when back in college. Really? Yeah, yeah. We I was there for. Uh, a foreign tour when i was in college arizona we went to we went to australia went to new zealand first then australia
1: okay so summer tour gotcha wow i did not know that i heard that uh, his parents also brought some new zealand chocolate and that was a huge hit
2: yeah yeah they did they brought some they brought some chocolate they you know they they were they were really engaged in the visit too you <laughs> know what i mean like i say I told him, I said, boy, you guys going to spend more more time on the plane than you do on do on the ground. Hey, you know what? It all worked <laughs> out because yes.
1: uh, they liked what they saw and so did Tafara. Uh, what did you make of Kowasi Reeves this week, his games versus Notre Dame and Duke? He had that dunk, which certainly stood out in the Blue Devils
2: game. Oh, yeah, well, you know, Kowasi is even when I didn't think he necessarily played as well as he'd been playing this week, but I think that he always impacts winning. You know, I, I trust him on the floor because he knows how to carry out an assignment. And so, um, you know, both games, I thought he did that. I thought he did some really good things in the Duke game. And, and uh, man, that dunk, I tell you, boy, that dunk was that's you know, that's one of the better dunks I have seen, you know, and I've seen a lot of dunks now, but that dunk there, ooh,
1: yeah, that was. Like he was suspended man. in midair at the top of his jump.
2: Yeah, or you you put it on pause and watch it. Man, he was at his like, yeah, like his 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 elbow was on the rim. He
1: was levitating. Man, yeah, that it, was. It takes a lot to completely stun the camera crazies into <laughs> silence.
2: Numb that gym. Ooh,
1: yeah. There was a little bit of stunned silence uh, there.
2: I'm telling you.
1: Yeah, I believe I said it was a baptism yeah, that uh, yeah. he gave out above the rim on uh, Ryan Young. You have probably heard me now, Damon, spout this statistic and that, and, uh, you know, Astro Detect fans, that's, that's what I like to do. So I'm always curious, what in your mind is the most overrated statistic in basketball? Where, where, you know, a statistic where maybe fans, broadcasters, whomever, they get way too hung up on it and you maybe don't see it in the same light or with the same level of consequence that maybe other people who observe the game do what what's Damon Stadamar's most overrated stat in the box score in basketball put you on the spot didn't I
2: no well I say this I don't know if I don't know if there's a I don't know if there's a statistic but I do have a saying and I think you know, ways, well. twos don't beat you. Threes do. I don't. I don't mind giving up twos. So, mm-hmm. to the people, if somebody like, if they ever seen somebody just going, going to the hole and nobody comes to contest, he probably guarding a three-point shooter, and we like, we don't want that thrown out to, to to make a three. If you if you're able to guard the three-point line well you'll always be in the games. And I think that's one of the things that we've done all year. And if you look at it, you know, starting back with Nevada, you know, Blackshear had 30. I didn't think that 30 hurt us. I thought not finding Lucas in transition hurt us. Mm -hmm. Now, you take away those three, we win the game. And so I just feel like threes, threes hurt you, twos don't. And so that's kind of a mantra that I have. So I think, like, the overreaction is maybe one person is killing. Like that's why we didn't, you know. And I know he hit some threes, but that's why we didn't necessarily double Filipowski, you know, at all. But you know, had a game when had it been a one possession game or something, we might have would have came down. But it just if you don't got the right personnel on the floor, you don't come. But I just think that that twos don't hurt you. Like if you if you're a good two, and, and don't get me wrong when I say when, I, and, and in saying that. I'm not against twos. I just don't think twos hurt you in today's basketball as much as as much as much teams want to actually shoot threes.
1: Does that also govern how you approach things in offense?
2: Yeah. No, 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 no. 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 To the extent of make shots that you're capable of making. Okay. Let me say that. <laughs> make shots that you're capable of making at times is, you know, I think that, you know, in most instances you see basketball players now is either a layup or a three. Mm-hmm. You know, but I feel like you gotta take twos and offensively if we can get twos, I'm I'm gonna take it. I still in the back of my mind know the twos don't beat you though. I mean the reality of it is you get you can make you can go on a six oh run, make two threes, you're right back. Like, you know what I mean? That's only a two-possession game. I try to look at the game from that standpoint so so the game don't get far-fetched. You know, if it's under 10, you know, it's probably a three-possession game, and then you just got to start to beat it down. So
1: You talked about not doubling Philipowski or Young in the post. You're more in favor of, of making low-post guys playing crowds as opposed to uh, technically putting a second defender on his body.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like, I like, I like guys that got to shoot over left shoot with hands and things of that nature i just you know we might get to a point to where we got to double team somebody. i'm not against it but i just you know again it's only two points you know what i mean and so a lot of times you know i think we forget you know it's even in the pros as well i just i think in 2023 man it's a lot of guys that just miss layups <laughs> like, and so if you do a great job of walling up, you know, we did a good job on Bill Lebowski on Saturday walling up and he she missed about three or four of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like- There's an
1: argument to be made that a challenged two pointer from, you know, the block area block extended, that's a tougher shot to convert than an open three in the corner. For sure.
2: Yeah, I agree. People don't realize yeah, that. It agree. takes
1: some skill to, to make yeah. layups.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And you know, if you're not as athletic, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta find the angle. You gotta get guys off their stride. This, this, it's not, it's not, it's not as easy. You're 100 percent right. And
1: you know, there are some some shot doctors who work and consult in, in the NBA who specialize in in teaching how to make layups It's a lot harder of a shot than people give you
2: credit for. Man, no question. I agree.
1: (laughs) Contested uh, challenged layups, you know. Uh, But be that as it may. We'll take another timeout. You are facing a Clemson team that can certainly stroke the three, but they've got some big bodies down low. We'll dive into the Tigers personnel as Georgia Tech gets set to take on the Tigers tomorrow night, 9 o'clock at Little John Coliseum. As we wrap up another edition of the Damon Stoudemire Show after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports.
8: One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety.
6: Kroger always gives you savings and rewards on top of our lower-than-low prices. And when you download the Kroger app, you can enjoy over $500 in savings every week with digital coupons. Plus, you can earn fuel points to save up to $1 per gallon at the pump. And with a Boost membership, you'll save even more with double fuel points and free delivery. So you can always save big every day with our savings and rewards. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
9: Listen up, Yellow Jackets. Westmar is now leasing for fall 2024. We are excited to announce our partnership with Westmar Lofts. All inclusive rates and fully furnished apartments located right in the heart of West Midtown. They offer Georgia Tech students a private shuttle service that takes you to campus every day and recently renovated floor plans and amenities. Westmar Lofts offers the lowest rates in the city. Stop by and tour today. Call 404 897 1003 for more information on their current specials for fall 2024.
4: Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning, healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Recycle. Compost. Eat local
10: eat vegan. Don't use straws. Don't use plastic bags. Don't use Hairspray. Drive a hybrid. Drive an electric. With so many ways to help the environment, it could be overwhelming. But the easiest way to make a difference can be as simple as paying your gas bill. With the Greener Life program from Georgia Natural Gas, your natural gas usage is carbon neutral. Join Greener Life to offset the carbon emissions from heating your home and help keep Georgia a little greener. Sign up today at gng.com slash green. The
5: holidays start here at Kroger with a variety of options to celebrate traditions old and new. You could do a classic herb-roasted turkey or spice it up and make turkey tacos. Serve up a go-to shrimp cocktail or use Simple Truth wild-caught shrimp for your first Cajun risotto. No matter how you shop, Kroger has all the freshest ingredients to embrace all your holiday traditions. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Stream
0: every Georgia Tech game totally free on the all-new Fan app. Download it now for Apple or Android and listen to the Jackets anywhere. The latest on Yellow Jackets
1: basketball, it's the Damon Stoudemire Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Georgia Tech and Clemson locking horns at Little John Coliseum tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, tip time between Tech and Clemson. And uh, the Tigers do come back to uh, McCamish later on this season, as they typically do. Before you guys rolled out... Georgia Tech and Clemson locking horns at Little John Coliseum tomorrow night, 9 o'clock. Tip time between Tech and Clemson. And uh, the Tigers do come back to uh, McCamus later on this season, as they typically do. Before you guys rolled out uh, to make the bus ride to Clemson, here this morning, Coach, the San Antonio Spurs had a little bit of a, a workout for some of their bench guys at McCamus Pavilion. You spent a year with uh, the San Antonio Spurs at the end of your career. And I've been meaning to ask you, anything that Greg Popovich kind of rubbed off on you now that you're into coaching from when you played for him in San Antonio?
2: I mean, it's always the not to overreact on things. I think that, like, you got to make the main thing the main thing. And so that's kind of like... Kind of, that kind of goes back to your stat or or your question about, you know, is there an overrated stat? I don't know if there's overrated stats, but I think like we tend to you know, we tend to overreact to certain things and then when you actually look at the game or, you know, whatever, like it might not have impacted the game the way you thought. You know, I remember you know, we were in the we were in the Western Conference semifinals against New Orleans and uh New Orleans had home court advantage, and so we started there. They went up 2-0, and uh, you know we get we we you know we get on the plane, going back to San Antonio up 2-0. He he said, you know, guys, they didn't they didn't they didn't do anything but win the games that they were supposed to win because they won at home, and so we go home. We win two games, and then. Uh, we go back to San Antonio. Excuse me. Go back to New Orleans for Game Five. So it's two-two, and then they beat us. Beat us good. To beat us by about twenty. And so he get on the plane. He get on the plane, and uh, he said, "Guys, <laughs> they didn't do nothing but win. But win. But win the game they were supposed to." So we go home. We smack them Game Six, and then he changed our whole routine uh, going into Game Seven. So we go to Game Seven. In New Orleans, and uh, and uh, we change hotels, um, and we don't have a shoot around. Mm. You know, and so he said, We have a team meeting, and he said, It was simple. He was like, They ain't been here before. We've been here. <laughs> he was like, We know what it takes. They don't. You know, he was like, as simple as that. We've been here before. You know, they don't know what this looked like. And to that point, we ended up winning, obviously. But I think we won by about 10. Mm-hmm. But the game probably wasn't that close. And and that was the year that, that CP3 was, you know, I think he came in second in MVP, in the MVP race. But the best player for them on that day was Janero Pargo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so point well taken and you know, I think that again, uh, the the thing about it for me with with him is then just never overreact. Like I just, you know, that's that's the one thing, you know, and I think that um being here at Tech, you know, it's it's a little easier than when I had my job at Pacific. You know, I think you overreact a lot. And it was my first job and then going back to the pros again before I took the job here at Tech, it was again is staying process-driven and not overreacting to, to things that you just don't got control over. Like you control the controllers, control the controllables. And you try to always make the main thing the main thing, and so those those things always stand out stand yeah. out with me.
1: That's really interesting. Very cool. We got a couple of minutes left. Do want to dive a little more into Clemson? They're twelve and four, two and three in the ACC. PJ Hall preseason first team All ACC center. They added Joe Girard, the veteran from Syracuse, out of the transfer portal. Ian Shefflin is second in the ACC in rebounding. They're thirteenth in the nation in offensive efficiency. Damon. so final seventy seconds or so of the program. What does Clemson do well offense? and what will be the keys to limiting their looks and, and coming out a little, John, with a win tomorrow?
2: Well, I think what they do a good job of is they they know where their they, they, know where they meat and potatoes are. And so um, there's going to be a lot of high-low action. And then, uh, you know, right when you're focused on Hall, that's when Gerard starts coming and you kind of lose track of him. And, you know, I think that uh, we got to do a really good job of uh, – you know, limiting the post touches of Hall. I think we got to do a really good job of finding him in transition as well. And then Sheffield, I think we got to do a good job on him. I think that he's an unsung hero for those guys. Um, and then and then and then Hunter at the point guard. When you when you start to lose people, you know he. He always tends to be the one to come and, and get bugged. had a good game against Carolina on Saturday.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a good playmaker as well. And Georgia Tech seeking the win tomorrow night, and we'll join you on the air. Pregame 8:30 tip-off at 9 o'clock. And on that, we wrap up another edition of the Damon Sadamar Coaches Show. Good chat. Enjoy We'll do it again next Monday. Thanks again, Damon. All
2: right. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate Damon
1: you. Damon I'm Andy DeVentura. Thanks once again for listening to the Damon Sadamar Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network.
11: Atlanta's own new realm brewing company is the official craft beer of georgia tech athletics in the stadium and around atl you can find new realms delicious georgia tech collaboration brews ale of an engineer golden ale and hella vienna lager find them near you today by using the beer finder at new and visit new realms atlanta brewery at 550 somerset terrace on the east Side beltline trail Here comes the Ramblin'
12: Wreck. My family and I love watching Georgia Tech football. Though it's hard to choose between the big screen at home and the excitement of being in the stands. Either way, Scana Energy's part of the action as a proud partner of Georgia Tech. So join Scana and my family in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit ScanaEnergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer, terms and conditions apply.
6: Every day, this talented lineup brings it power, versatility, and the ability to outwork and outthink the competition. The dynamic Ford Escape SUV, fan favorite Ford Explorer, and the built wild Ford Bronco Sport. This lineup is destined to create classic moments. See your local Ford dealer today. Greatness starts here. Some models, trims, and features may
5: not be available or may be subject to change with the kroger app shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in store same low prices same personalized deals same rewards on the same high quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups it's one small click for groceries one big win for busy families everywhere start your cart today at kroger.com kroger fresh for everyone Restriction supply, see site for details
0: you've been listening to the coach damon stoudemire show live on the georgia tech sports network from legend sports join us each week of the season to get the latest on yellow jackets hoops and all things georgia tech athletics we'll talk to you again
2: next week right here on the georgia tech sports network